friend Paris. And this is my fiend Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends, a mini episode. During season two, we're bringing you new conversations with old friends, friends that you already met in season one. In this mini episode, we're hanging out again with Reed from Fort Collins, Colorado and Kurt from Boulder, Colorado, who originally hung out with us in season one, episode 17, Do Babies Have Gills in the Womb? And we are asking the question today, tell us your favorite fictional friendship. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Paris, do you want to go first, actually? Oh, I can. Um, was not prepared for my favorite fictional friendship. I can go first if you want. Do you have a prepared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a prepared? Yes. <laughs> yes. Go. Please. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll start us off. And my favorite fictional friendship, um, this might be a little bit of low-hanging fruit because of my our generation and how popular these I'm are dibs dibs on harry potter all right i'm going i'm, She's ca- going I'm calling podcast oh. host dibs um <laughs> going harry potter uh so it's actually something that i think about a lot i listen to podcasts on harry potter a lot um multiple podcasts about harry potter and i just love that i got to witness this friendship between Ron, Harry, and Hermione, and I got to be Hermione in my mind, and I got to be a part of the trio in my mind while I grew up. And when Andre surprising, like, surprised me by taking me to Harry Potter World, as we call it, in Orlando, which is universal, but there's a Harry Potter World in it. And we did the Hogwarts castle ride. You get to like interact with all the characters and go through the castle. And I literally had this feeling that is even more intense to me than nostalgia. Um, It felt like I was coming home to a place that I'd never been. And that sounds so dorky, but I'm talking to three dorks. So I'm just (laughs) unabashedly going to confess my love of the golden trio of Harry, Ron, and Hermione. That is wonderful, Simone. Seriously. I've been sitting on that one. (laughs) I love Uh, it. Can I ask a follow-up question? Of course. I mean, self-explanatory with with Ron, Harry, and Hermione, obviously. But that feeling that you described of feeling um, like like you're coming home to a place that you've never been before, I've heard. And Paris, you can fact check me on this because you are the one in Germany. But I've heard that there's this term "far and away." I think it's supposed to be German. Is that a thing? It probably pronounced differently. Maybe Fan it's vague? in a different language. No. F- maybe. Fan anyway, vague. it's no, not the same thing. It's this concept um, that that whenever you feel like homesick for a place you've never mm, been before. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, I think like the, the spiritual application of that is like, oh, we're all yearning for something beyond this world, yeah. you know, that like, like God has put in each of our hearts, like just this yearning for more mm. than this world is. And I think that's a beautiful, and I think I feel that on the regular, mm. I bet people are feeling that more in 2020 than ever before. Twenty <laughs> twenty, uh, But yeah, I don't know. Paris, is that a thing in German or am I misattributing that? There's the word fanve, which basically oh. means that you that you can't that you want to be somewhere else. So it it is essentially what you're saying, yeah. So fanve. 
um, because the opposite is heimweh, which is like homesickness. Mm -hmm. But fanweh is when you're not necessarily, you're like sick for traveling or sick for being mm. elsewhere so yeah you're 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 spot on with it just a slight pronunciation change <laughs> but yeah i love the other languages have words for like entire concepts that's why we love german <laughs> uh, also that and faltia is the word for sloth which means lazy animal <laughs> this is also why we like german yeah, yeah. you're in that you're in f um part of the, the dictionary <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she learns uh german by going through the dictionary yeah. and learning mm -hmm. all the words <laughs> yeah that's that's the old fashioned way that's the way our grandparents did it <laughs> just your vocabulary is very limited then when yeah. <laughs> you speak only in alliteration oh, oh my god speaking of harry potter and limited vocabulary though and i'm sorry i'm i'm gonna just take i'm Go just taking all the time dumb things i have to say so um we read harry potter and we actually uh last night i finished six oh. uh, so we started seven today um and this is how i get heather to fall asleep every night i read out loud and <laughs> ignoring she doesn't actually sleep. but um and then i get to stop and read a different book because otherwise <laughs> i have to go back and read whatever i read sleep. it's a very long process anyway we've discovered that every now and then jk will have like a page where she has like three synonym like three words that you could tell her editor was like or she just told herself like okay that word's boring that yeah. word's boring that word's boring <laughs> open up your thesaurus and they'll like they'll all be like ch words and you're like what and you know i never heard of any of them and it's like what is she, is she just like trying to like play with with words or did her editor be like okay page 442 spice it up jk <laughs> They're like, they're like the most random words and they're always from like the exact same huh. page of the thesaurus mm. it's really wild mm. wow for that i did well, notice this in the books mm. and actually that's why number four is my least favorite book mm. of all of them because her writing style changed in my opinion in my you know <laughs> um well-versed editorial opinion <laughs> um at however old i was yes. 17 a yeah. 16 um i just the whole style of writing changed and i and she was using words that like didn't that never appeared in the first three books that i was like mm. what is the deal and i don't know actually maybe if it was just they changed some of the american version into the from the british version into the american version because sometimes they do that mm. I'm like, what is going on mm. here mm. so anyway mm. but still love it yeah. Just trying to grow our, our vocabulary since we were all 14. I was I, I was the same age as Harry. Yeah. Year. And I last three books, I went and got them at midnight with all my nerd friends in high school. We'd go to Barnes and Noble or whatever at midnight. Yeah. Really good memories. Okay. So, right. uh, Kurt, what's your fictional friend? And you, um, just for our audience, Kurt has a really beautiful gallery wall behind him mm -hmm. with a lot of images from like Star Wars, fantasy. Doctor Who, Firefly, Star Wars? Battlestar Galactica, Mass Effect, oh, um, a bunch of cats that are superheroes, actually. <laughs> yeah. it's so cool. Fantastic. So oh, yeah, I think mine is it's, it's kind of like an unlikely friendship that's almost not a friendship. Um, I really like However, you describe the relationship between Arya Stark and the Hound in Game of Thrones, just Ooh. because it seems like there are these two yeah. people at odds, and you know, for the longest time, Arya had the Hound on like her list of people I'm gonna kill, but he at some point, even being maybe as evil as he was, was clearly morally conflicted, and 
and had its change of heart and said, well, I have to take care of this child and just the like unlikely friendship and bizarre banter they had. And the fact that they were these two people that were just like trying to make it through this crazy world where everything was just going wrong and kind of like propping each other up while also jabbing each other a little bit. Um, I just really liked the unlikely friendship uh, that was there and, and kind of the character development and moral dilemmas that occurred out of that. And so I just, I find that one really interesting. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really good one. Yeah. This is a question. If you ask this one to future guests, you should give them a heads up to think about it. Because <laughs> I feel like if you give me a few days, I, I would come up with a few really sweet ones. Yeah. It's really hard. Especially I had a few in my head. of like, I'm just going to go with the uh, first one that <laughs> popped in. I mean, you can still have Harry Potter as your favorite fictional friendship read. It's not mutually. Yeah. I mean, you can. Nar. Although I do love uh, Luna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah. Oh, no. just is. Yeah, you could go non-golden trio. Yeah, well, you'd have to because you you took them and Samesies. Samesies. Thanks, Kurt. That's awesome. That's a really good answer. <laughs> yeah, a plus. Bonus points for Kurt. <laughs> and, Billion points. And billion points to Gryffindor. Um, you want me to go? I yeah, keep thinking. Go. No, I think I think I've got it. Okay. I think I've got a few, and none of them are A plus, but they're all a solid B. Um, so I was, I was thinking about Ooh. Firefly. Actually, it came to mind right before you mentioned it, Kurt, and how like I've just always really liked how the captain and Kaylee, the sweet mechanic, mm. who is just like she's just like the the like sweetest, kindest, gentlest soul in the midst of this like really rough um, universe that they're in. And they just have like this really sweet banter. Um, And like, he just like, I don't know, older brother cares for her and it's just really beautiful. Um, So that's a cool little, I don't know if you guys haven't seen Firefly. It's on my list. I really want to see it because I know I'll love it. I think that's not a B, that's an A plus for me. I love that friendship too. Well, I'm going to tell a, a friendship that I love, and I'm g- almost going to bet that nobody's going to know about it. <laughs> so that's maybe a B in that way. Um, but my favorite book, and I just keep reading it over and over and over, is a it's like a young adult fantasy book called Sabriel. And it's there are you can read one there are actually two more that follow it um you don't need to read them and the premise is basically it's a um there's like an old kingdom and a new kingdom and there's a wall that divides the old kingdom from the new kingdom and in the old kingdom the dead don't stay dead there's a lot of magic as well and so there's one person who has the job of a necromancer to keep the dead dead and to kind of keep them kind of under control. And so the protagonist in the story is his daughter. And basically he gets captured. And then, so the whole story is about her. And so she has to, she goes to school in the new kingdom just across the wall. And then she didn't really grow up in the old kingdom. Um, And then now she has to go into the old kingdom to rescue her father. So there's a lot of like ancient magic in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so she goes and the house that he has in this in the old kingdom Mm -hmm. it's within the first you know few chapters of the book she goes to this house and she meets this cat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's actually an old spirit that's been captured and basically the collar on his neck keeps him in this cat form and he's he's like a mortal enemy but he's now this cat shape and he can't do anything right because he's this cat 
he can kind of shape shift if he's not around okay. the protagonist. But anyway, he's it's kind of the same. It's not as intense as the Arya Stark and the Hound, but like he doesn't want to help them. He's like evil, <laughs> but he's like this house cat. And so they end up they end up when she leaves to kind of go save her father and stuff. He he's her friend, right? He she just tags along, kind of causing a little bit of havoc. But at the yeah. same time, he's been in this cat form for so many thousands of years that he you know kind of likes fish and you know, has a little bit of cat like tendencies so That's it's adorable. a real funny and kind That's of cute, cute yeah um yeah and at the same time he's a very dangerous if he if she takes the collar off mm-hmm. he'll kill her because that's like his sworn duty basically so anyway so i just i love the book i've read it so many times it's just such a fabulous book um, so yeah he's called moggett it's like a like a really interesting book it's It's really good it's it's called say real i highly recommend it and again it's like young adult i read it yeah i found it at barnes and noble or something and i Mm. right it's those could be the best have you guys Mm. read um the wing saga i knew i thought you would bring which one the wing feather. Wing it's, it's like Narnia. It's like Narnia esque. I'd say okay. for the for the new generation, they're only like five or ten years old. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the brothers in that in that story. Mm-hmm. They they they'd make it pretty good. Friendship, mm-hmm. fictional friendship, favorite. Interesting. Yeah, read read wing feather. Mm-hmm. I'll read Sabriel. You guys read wing feather. We'll compare notes next time. No, I want to read that now. That reminded me of. Um... I really loved the oh, Golden yeah. Compass series uh, growing up. Absolutely love that one. And there's a cat, shape-shifting mm-hmm. cat um, friendship mm-hmm. situation there too. I read all of them when yeah. I was in England. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so perfect to read them there. It was. My uh, friend gave them to me. Set there, and so. I really liked it too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. God, I um, love books. Ugh. I know. So good. Thanks for listening to this mini up. Come hang out with us on Instagram at my friends, friends pod, find us online at my friends, friends or send us an email at my friends, friends pod at gmail.com. Thanks so much to Fran Boyg for our magical music. And if you missed meeting these friends in season one, go back in your feed to hear the full on group hang. Snow podcast limits here.